It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey, everybody, and all new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. This week, we're just going to do our own thing for uh, rating scales because I, I am dumb and I forgot to think of one again this week. So, Scott, what are you drinking and uh, rate it however you want? Well, I should probably drink before I uh, rate it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got in that um, I am drinking Des What's Up from Gun Hill Brewing Company out of the Bronx in New York. It's a IPA, New England style, 7.5 ABV, 3.78 caps on untapped. And uh, I got to say, this is starting off pretty solid. Um, little... A little, a little sour, but uh, overall, I like it. Like, tastes a lot like grapefruit. I didn't, I didn't look what was in this beer, so I'm just kind of guessing. But there's, there's a heavy taste of grapefruit, and I like it to start off. So we'll see how it holds. Up. All right, fantastic, Drew. What do you got in your mug? Uh, I'm going with impressive dexterity. It is an India pale lager brewed with Citra and Vic Secret uh, from Divine Barrel Brewing Company out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, oddly enough, I've been doing a lot of stuff out of North Carolina lately in the IPA realm. It's super impressed. It's super delicious. So I'm looking forward to this one. Although I got to be honest, and this is why I think it's really good we stick to sports on the show. I don't really know what an India Pell Lager is other than an IPA for... Yeah, pretty much. That's dudes. it. It's it's know. extra yeah. hoppy lager. That's essentially yeah. what it is. So you're, so, you're good. I'm, yeah, I'll be all right. On first sip, tasty, delicious, good. Uh, what was the rating scale again? Whatever you want it to be, man. All right. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we'll say six. Okay, good. Out of five. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> this week. No, just six. <laughs> this week. Six out of 100. <laughs> no, just six. This week, I am drinking a strawberry lemon bar sour. Uh, this one comes from Loveland Ale Works in Loveland, Colorado. It's an 8.1% ABV beer, and I got to be honest, I picked the sour because I got a little toasty last night recording FU We Like the Bengals with Alex Schubert. So I was like, I need something simple to get me through the show tonight, and then afterwards realized it's 8%. So your boy's in for a rough night, everybody. Uh, lots of strawberry puree in this one, lactose, vanilla, solid out of the gate. So I'm going to go this one. I'm going to do this one on the Joe scale, and I'm going to say it's good. 
Uh, all new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up in just a second. Let us know what you're drinking. Comment below, rate it on whatever scale you want. Let's get this show going. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Root Sports. It's Wednesday night. This is where we get drunk and kind of talk about sports. If you're looking for a show that's got in-depth analysis, stats, breakdowns of what you've seen, this is the wrong place to be. This is Craft Root Sports, where we get drunk and make fun of each other and talk smack. I am your host, Mike. Uh, as always, with me is my main man, Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Uh, you, did you have a good weekend? Like filled with PlayStation fives? Mm, let's save it for the show. Okay, we'll save, we'll save it for the show. Uh, also with us, as always, is our main man Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling, bud? Well, first I was going to tell you two to stick to sports. <laughs> then I'm watching our comment thread and see the restream.io auto, like auto post that says the chat is ready to display messages. <laughs> so thanks for that restream. Awesome, uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, uh, restream, for letting us know. Mookie, it's good to see you, man. Uh, we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Uh, Scott is going to do that hockey, everybody's favorite segment on the show. Do that hockey. We are also going to bring back an old favorite, one that we haven't done in a long time. The greatest drop in Craft Root Sports history. That's right, everybody. Motherfucker of the Week is happening tonight. It's been a long time. I can't wait to get into that one. Uh, we're also going to get into our picks. I'm giving the fellas a chance to catch up this week. We're going crazy on our picks. Everybody's getting three games. It's Scott's chance to climb out of the basement, make this a real thing, a real contest. The, the, the basement of this asterisk season. <laughs> hey, did, I, did I win this week, Mike? <laughs> no, you asterisk lost. Asterisk season. <laughs> It is not an asterisk season. Did, did I win last week? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I just found out I lost earlier this afternoon. So yeah, I hate you that. both so much. Like, <laughs> I can't. Don't you think I was gonna watch Bama LSU? I, I can't even begin to tell you. You missed a funny one if you didn't watch Bama LSU. We'll talk Ed Ogeron here in a second in on deck. Oh, Before we get to on deck, though, let's give a shout out to our friends at Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want award-winning craft beer delivered directly to your door for under four dollars a serving our friends at beer drop can hook you up all you got to do is go to uh, the website fill out your flavor profile sign up for one of their monthly plans and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be delivered right to your door you can swap out beers add more or even skip a month and if you don't like commitment you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you just go to craftrootsports.com slash beer drop for five dollars flat shipping that's craftrootsports.com slash beer drop all right, uh, Mookie, uh, we are going to lead things off with you. You are on deck, and uh, we got tons of comments to get to. Uh, Mookie, you're up. Loosen up for this one, because Ed Orgeron's about to get a piece, man. <laughs> that dickhead. I swear to God. Uh, quick update before I go off the chain here on him. Uh, USA Soccer is now 5-0 over El Salvador. I believe it was all of 15 minutes ago they were up 2-0, so... 
Uh, for all you soccer fans out there, there's your latest on the U.S. men's national team progress. But let's get into what we're all here about, and that's sticking to sports. And you want to talk about playing the long game here. Well, LSU ain't about that because they announced all of like 40 minutes ago that due to some compliance issues that they have, they're going to take the high road. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They're self-imposing sanctions on, uh, on their program, their football program, because of improprieties uh, incurred under Ed Orgeron's, um, well, I would say leadership, but I don't know if that's truly what that dude's doing down there. Honestly, I think the guy just shows up, says a bunch of stuff in, you know, Cajun accent that no one can actually understand, and then the real <laughs> coaches and players go and win football games. But... They announced a bowl ban for one year. Which which year do you guys think that would be? I mean, it's yes, got to be next right. year, right? It's got to be next year. Right. Exactly. You would think so because, you know, that's that's how a normal school would do it if they're really trying to punish themselves for, you know, not playing by the rules. But no, these little cocksuckers banning themselves from bowl games when they are three and five this year. So the 2020-2021 season, they will not be allowed to play in a bowl game. And what's really infuriating about it is it just insults the legitimacy of everything that is good and holy in college football because even in a COVID season, this LSU Tigers team is so bad they wouldn't make a bowl. Like, I just I can't believe oh, this is such a cheap Hang shot. on, they would make a bowl because they've already said anybody no, can make a bowl this year. Oh, no, no, they'll be eligible, but ain't no one taking their ass because they're like, the last thing we need is a bunch of LSU Tigers fans down here spreading the COVID around and not actually giving anything back to the city because for as much money as they bring in, they take back when the city has to replace street signs, glass windows on May Street, all kinds of stuff. They have to pay money to put all those people in the drunk tank. Like, there is no net gain there for a city for a 3-5 and LSU football team showing up for a worthless bowl in 2020. But again, to try to get ahead of this shit NCAA sanctioning body. They said, you know what, because of what we've done, we're going to go ahead and ban ourselves from bowl season play for one year. And that's right, Mike, what is the name of that? It, what was the official name for you? I forgot. They Didn't they just rebrand that? I want to stay on brand here. Yeah, uh, the, I'm sorry. Yes, the correct name for bowl season this year is uh, bowl season. Ah, cool. Thank yes. you. Yep. So for the 2020-2021 NCAA football bowl season, trademark, LSU will not be eligible play to really show their program. Uh, this stuff is important. It matters to follow the NCAA's uh, rules. See, man, I wish they would have just done it tongue in cheek and would have been like, hey, we are officially banning ourselves from any bowl games played in 2021. That's right. We will not be playing in a single bowl game that takes place in 2021 and just leave it at that. <laughs> You know what, Scott? I would actually give them credit for that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Like, I would have given them, yeah, I would have given them props if they were just like, you know, smiling at the presser when they announced it and were like, we've got ourselves a bowl ban, folks. And just like, you know, made fun of the whole banishment of bowls in general. Because whenever a school self imposes anything, it's always a joke. So they might as well lean into it. Can I tell you guys how, like, first of all, that, uh, what a shamble that entire program is in right now. I don't know. Like, Scott's says you didn't watch the game drew did you watch any of the bam lsu game i meant to and then uh i did something else <laughs> so ed ogeron that notre dame game i uh ed, it, it, sure uh ed ogeron lost 
his mind on the sidelines. Oh, I did see that. He threw down that. his headset. Like it basically had to be restrained from going after Bo Pelini. And I want to see that fight. I want Big Ed versus Bo Pelini in the ring. 12 rounds. Also, can we talk about the fact that Joe Burrow is clearly the greatest player ever? If that dude was able to carry that team to a national title last year, he's gone and they're in complete disarray this year. Goes to the Bengals, looks pretty decent, and then he goes down and now that entire team is in shambles. Joe Burrow is just the greatest football player that we have ever seen in our lives, guys. Hands down. His his impact is felt over the entire football sphere. There's probably (laughs) high school and middle school football teams that are still reeling from losing him to, you know, graduate. Athens. Yeah, they haven't uh, ever since he left Athens. They they have done nothing since then. Um, Good, good scoop, Drew. I like that one. Thank you for uh, for your contributions to uh, on deck this week. Thank you for Uh, your service. (laughs) Matt Barr, by the way, saying that college football has zero legitimacy. I'm 100% accurate. I take offense to that. I feel like they have great legitimacy uh, considering what they've done this year with the playoff selection. Like they are just, you know, moving Iowa State into contention over teams like Cincinnati. It it just, it's clearly exactly well, but, what the, they need see, to Mike, do. None of that matters. If you're five and below, who cares? Only four teams play. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is a thanks for trying out participation trophy. <laughs> also, your uh, brother Vic here calling us out properly that we should be motherfuckers of the week for getting rid of this segment. Well, that's fair. It's that's back, fair baby. It is coming back tonight. Stick around, Vic. Uh, motherfucker of the week coming back. Uh, Scott, you are on deck. And I, I have a feeling I know. I saw stories this week. I know where you're going with your story. Yes. Because it's been a while, my friend, but I got MJ back in the news, baby. It's time to take a show trip down to Florida because Michael Jordan has built a we- golf course down there called The Grove 23. Hang on real quick. And Were I- you about to say Florida and then caught yourself? No, I was not going to say Florida. <laughs> no better than that, man. No, 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 no. But it's in Hobe Sound, Florida. Oh, sure. Whatever, whatever. Hobe Sound. That's a is. place. I'm guessing, I'm guessing MJ got a pretty good deal on the land. I don't know if uh, you could get snatched up by an alligator. They get your hand bitten off, get you the Chubbs experience. But the experience that you can get is that Michael Jordan has spared at no expense when it comes to getting you food and booze on the course. My man has drones delivering food and booze while you are on the back or front nine. Doesn't matter where you are. And this shit is exclusive as fuck. Because only. 100 members are allowed in the club so far which I'm guessing like 99 of those are people that know Michael Jordan personally and the other one is that dude that uh, threw up the you know Michael Jordan (laughs) in in the dock so I like so, I mean, I, I don't think we're getting anywhere near it, but we can, like, go down there and play putt-putt next to it or something and maybe watch the drones fly to the rich people. Okay, so I got to be honest. Like, yeah, and you guys don't really golf a, a whole lot, but... I, I don't golf ever. You, have you ever golfed at all? Uh, it, oh does my. Top Golf count? No. Yes. Like, golf. Then have you no, gone to I've a course golfed. and played? Wow. that's I've a, never been on the course. All right. Counts. So here's what we got to do. We got to take you golfing, Scott. Like, I want to see you on the course. Uh, we'll start off small. We'll go short holes. We'll get you get you some reps. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, you know what we should do, Mike? Lunkin par three. Yes, the, that's what I'm saying. That's short holes. We'll go yeah. short holes to start with. Uh, but anyways, 
I, as as somebody who uh, has golfed, I feel like a drone flying around with drinks could be a bit distracting. Like, granted, sometimes those cart girls were a little distracting too. At like the the high class, the nice course, yeah, the high class courses yeah. when the cart girl would come around, you always duffed your shot because you were trying to show off. But a drone flying by, I feel like would really mess up the play. Uh, like. How is how is this okay? And is this Scott? Is this just like a temporary thing, or is this just what they do at the course? Uh, as far as uh, I know, it's. I mean, this is what they do at the course because this thing this took years of planning and developing and everything just to get this course together and constructed. And they've got a 15,000 square foot clubhouse. Uh, Damn. So yeah, I mean, they're like, I, I, my guess, you know what? I'll say, though, it's temporary. Only until uh, Elon comes up with something even better and creates a better <laughs> mode of transportation that's baller and expensive, then MJ can be like, this is how we're getting people their food and booze now, and it's even more extravagant than a drone. So yeah, it's like, temporary. Like a straight-up robotic booze cart with no human on it like basically it's a vending machine on wheels with beer and food in it <laughs> yeah till we get rosie the robot delivering right out to your golf cart. Yeah, that's, that's weird i don't like being turned on by robots <laughs> no rosie the robot from the jetsons there was nothing turning on about Ro- rosie except for you know the off and on switch jesus dude i like how you took it sexually rosie, i was like rosie the robot did not click in my head at all about the jetsons person i was like oh you're making an allusion to the golf cart beer girl oh, uh, man. um also i gotta bring it back to the comments here because man our listeners said are crushing it so uh Greg said, "Can MJ deliver Scott a PS5 by drone?" Ooh, Just feels, wondering. Feels bad. Damn. And then, bad. Uh, low blow. And then Biscuit goes, "I really hope MJ doesn't let white people join." <laughs> wow! Like coming in hot. Not even twenty minutes into the show here, folks. This is gonna be great. Republicans play golf too, though. So it's true. Yeah, I like how the one video and the article you linked to Scott was Carolina Wozniacki too. So, like, oh, yeah. that's the caliber of people that are only allowed there. So, yeah, Mike, you're right. We have no shot. Dude, there's no way. And, I mean, like, most of them are, like, professional golfers that are, are playing. Biscuit just said Rosie had a fat and ass. I just saw that, too. See, I'm <laughs> off the hook. Thank you, Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, why don't you stick to sports over there? Yeah. I'll stick to sports. I got you guys. Let's bring it back to sports here. Uh, and, and off of Rosie's fat ass. Uh, you guys heard about what's going on with James Harden? Have you guys been following this at all? Yeah, uh, he's got COVID oh, yeah. and doesn't want to play in Houston. Well, he doesn't want to play in Houston. And he he may or may not have COVID. They're waiting on the test. So he was supposed to report to training camp and didn't show up. And the Rockets were expecting him to be there. He's been demanding a trade. Like, the dude doesn't want to play in Houston. He wants to leave the Rockets. Uh, there's likely some bad blood there after the the trade that brought uh, John Wall to uh, to Houston. So he's, he's probably a little upset. He's in his feelings a little bit. So he decided, rather than going to... Um, rather than going to uh, practice, he ended up just like going out and partying. Uh, and he went to a strip club. <laughs> he ended up partying at a strip club. And uh, why is Twitter blocked on my computer? What the hell happened there? Sorry. Uh, so he goes to the strip club and decides to party, misses practice, and then he has to quarantine and do COVID testing, and he's not allowed to rejoin until then. So anyways, that's not the story that I'm, I'm going with here. The story that I want to bring up is because of this situation, because Harden did that and caused this you know, scuffle inside of Houston. Uh, there was an adult website 
Is My Girl is the name of this site. It's a premium platform for adult models to monetize their, quote, sexy content. Uh, it basically, like, it feels like this is a classy OnlyFans. Like, it's not just anybody can join Is My Girl. Anyways, they reached out to the NBA and issued a pitch, and they said they would like to formally extend an offer to the NBA to partner with the site to help keep players away from strip clubs and Instagram models. By interacting with some of the hottest models online, players can ensure that their needs will be satisfied while still complying with the strict COVID-19 protocols. And if you're like James Harden, a player known to succeed in cities with the best strip clubs, the player's performance may actually improve the more they use the site. Fantastic pitch from this company. I love the fact that they were like, hey, it works for Harden uh, when he's Harden, so let's go ahead and <laughs> join up this team. Wow. Uh, I tried to sneak that in. How many days ago do you think he came up with that? How many times did he say it in the mirror before the show? He's like, okay, got to be cool. Got to be cool. When he's hardened. When he's hardened. All right. We Don't got this. giggle too soon. You have to get the second one out first. Like you, you look you at me. You look game. at me. Don't you dare throw your head back. Don't you dare throw your head back when you say this. We got this. <laughs> I love that Scott goes, breaks the fourth wall, dead eye into the camera, staring straight into my soul when he says it, too. Guys, guys can we I... just clip that and make that a motivational video? Like, it can just be a gift that plays on loop. I need no audio. That was just, I'm ready to roll, Scott. Let's do guys, it. Guys, can I be honest? When I found this story today, I thought of that joke, and that's the only reason why I wanted to use this story. So we were 100% correct. You, were correct. All right, cool. you played it off well, though. You did. You did. I'm so proud of myself for holding in that whole time because, <laughs> damn, I was like thinking in my don't, don't laugh, don't laugh. Yep. All right, good. However, do you think like this is a good idea? Like, uh, do you think this is a, a solid plan for the NBA to take part in of just being like, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and we'll offer our guys free subscriptions to this site so that they can just jerk off in their hotel room instead of going to strip clubs. I just like the idea that this strip club knows, and I blame this on ESPN. Like, wasn't it ESPN who like did the graphic of like uh, cities with strip clubs and where like how bad James Harden performs in cities? No with strip good. Clubs? It's the opposite. He does so well. Oh, it's good. In, yes, he does ah, so well in okay. cities with strip clubs uh, with really good strip clubs. It was somebody okay. on Reddit I thought found he did it poorly out poorly because no. it was you know swiping that credit card no that should have been our rating scale is on the strip club scale <laughs> on the strip uh, i mean that could still be your scale we're going with whatever scale you want tonight um, six six, <laughs> six. <laughs> yeah i like his original scale we'll stick to six yep. <laughs> uh fantastic um all right that's all we got for on deck uh uh, let's uh, let me find the the screen while I vamp slightly here, and we'll uh, thank our friends over at uh, Beer Drop. God, I just realized how awful we are with these transitions to Beer Drop. Like we really got to plan this better because it's always something that's like strippers or there's some type of sexual thing, and then we're Why like, is ah. that a bad thing? That's probably what would have our listeners paying this, the most attention. This dude starts off the show by saying, hey, if you're into talking about sports, this isn't the show for you, and then we are chastising ourselves for talking about No, I'm just saying, like, we shouldn't necessarily... Whatever. Fine. Go check out Beer Drop. <laughs> CraftFoodSports.com slash Beer Drop. $5 flat shipping. Go hit them up. Sell out! 
All right, you you had it backwards. So James Harden performance declines in cities with that's what I I thought it was better. Like I thought it was in cities with strip clubs, he performs like horribly. No, I thought it was better because that's why they used him in this pitch. That's why the company said in their pitch. This kid, and I'll give him credit, he did legit statistics on this. <laughs> James Harden's box score is at least 20% predictable based on the quality of a city strip club. Yeah. Okay, it's predictable. That doesn't mean bad. No, it does, because his best yeah, that performance was how he came that. in the city with the worst strip clubs, Toronto, and his performances were worse in cities with the best strip clubs, Miami. Can we say Miami has the best strip clubs? Like, I feel like that's going out on the limb. I was going to say Atlanta. How's he doing Atlanta? Well, I... I, I, Horribly. This is when the wings... Between the wings and the titties, he's he's done. He's got nothing for the court. God, now I really want wings. Grabbing some lemon pepper wings and one hand and titties in the other. He's like, I can't hold this ball. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to have one of those, you know, four for 28 nights tomorrow. He's just covered in so, glitter. He can't get a good grip. <laughs> the, the, the city strip club rating was determined by the average Google review rating for the first 10 strip clubs in each city based on the Google search city strip clubs, i.e. Detroit strip clubs. Yes, it did involve the kid making 30 searches for strip clubs on his work computer. So, hope he's still employed. Uh, uh, I mean, all you got to do with that one is hit him with the for science. <laughs> exactly. This is math, baby. <laughs> right? uh, so, yeah. All right. Well, then I'm I'm blaming the uh, the company for their pitch on this one because they were the ones that cited James Harden and this the, this study by saying he performed better. So don't J, JB's in the comments talking about how I misunderstood a story. No, no, no. I'm not taking the L on this one. This is the company and how they pitched it to the NBA. So I, I'm I'm sorry. This is not my fault. It's not on him, man. It's not his fault. <laughs> All right, Shaggy. What's the next? What are we on to? Well, what are we doing next? Oh, oh you know what way, we're doing did next. Did you guys see how much beer Michael's drones can deliver? Uh, like, no. they're hauling almost a full 12-er in those things. That's a... Yeah. Suck on that of... Bud Light video game machine with your two cold beers. That's a lot of beers to carry in a drone. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's a solid, pretty, man. That's I'm a impressed. pretty heavy amount there. Um, all right. Let's 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 move on to what we uh, what everybody wants to see tonight. Uh, the return. Showstopper. The return of uh, one of our favorite segments. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Time to do that hockey with our boy Scott, yeah. uh, our resident NHL expert, uh, the man. Uh, I, Scott, I just realized now that we've got these screens, I can put you in an ice rink. Uh, when we do, you that should because it's cold up there. <laughs> I mean, can you just play that gif on repeat behind him? I probably could. I could just have that gif playing nonstop, and then as his as he drinks his beer from his dugout mug and it disappears into the background, uh, <laughs> <laughs> worth it. <laughs> uh, all right, Scott, uh, hit us with the news around the NHL because uh, there's been a lot that's been happening, right? So much going on. Yeah, uh, we got a startup date, boys. We got a startup date. It's the day before my birthday. They're coming back January 13th to begin play. 56-game season on deck. A uh, little bit of scuttlebutt about uh, when they're going to start training camps and whatnot, whether or not it's going to be like right at the beginning of uh, January or you know end of December here. But either way, we got a start date. We got an amount of games we're going to play. Let's get this thing going. Do you think that's enough games, Scott? As an NHL fan, do you think that uh, waters down the season and, and doesn't, you know, doesn't count as like a true season with only 52 games? 
Uh, no, because I think that that's a, a very generous amount of games. Like, you know, the NBA and the NFL or the NBA and the uh, NHL rather have it correct with the amount of games they play. I mean, 80 is a nice, you know, 81, 82. They're both right in that range. Uh, that's a good number. But I mean, if you can clip some of those off of there, you know, maybe just ditch some of the ones, that, some of the matchups that don't really matter and scale things back a little. I, I think that's like the perfect amount of games actually somewhere in that 50 to 60 range so uh I was gonna say, 56 would, games sounds right i would say 64 that that feels good but you're absolutely yeah like, right you i mean full 80 here you really don't and so like as long as they were within that you know margin like i thought that was a pretty solid number to to, to be able to determine like who the best teams are and you know who, who's mm-hmm. who's worthy of making the playoffs so, uh, Scott, heading into this season here, uh, we've got an expansion team joining for the first time since uh, the Vegas Knights. Release the Kraken! <laughs> yes, sir. Very excited for the Kraken, man. Hell I'm, yes! I'm, I'm loving the official this so team far. of the show. Hell yeah, it is. Mm, for you two, maybe. No, but but I mean, Colorado's always near and dear to my heart. But, you <sighs> know. Not, why are we talking about those fools? <laughs> Anyways, what I wanted to ask you is, do you think that the the Kraken will be able to replicate the Golden Knights' uh, rookie success, if you will? Or do you think that the pandemic is going to put them so far behind the eight ball that this it's going to take some time for them to get up to speed in general? Uh, I mean, it's, it, it is not an ideal situation if you're an expansion team coming in. I could only imagine. Now, that's the funny part. We say, yeah, you know, 50, 60 games, that's a perfect amount of games. But imagine you're Seattle and you're all geared up and everything's heading towards the season. And you're like, damn, our first year where you want to just have like all the games, they're like, yeah, we're going to cut back on games. And oh, by the way, it's going to be some bastardized training camp. And uh, we're still not going to have fans. So you guys can't even come to the games for the inaugural season. Like that's a rough way to come into a league with, uh, you know, all types of differences from what a usual, uh, usual season would entail. Puts them a little behind the eight ball. Let me ask you this, Scott. Uh, it- we we saw some issues, uh, and you know part of the reason why we were even able to have the NHL season finish last year was because they went to the bubbles in Canada. Uh, we've got uh, you know in the NBA, Toronto is looking at relocating to Tampa Bay uh, because of the travel restrictions and the issues that they have there. How are we going to see Canadian teams integrate into the NHL this season? How are we going to see what? How are we going to see Canadian teams playing in the NHL? Like the travel is is one that requires so much, you know. Uh, yeah, well, that they still have it. I don't know that they've one hundred percent ironed that out yet. Like they still got to figure out where these Canadian teams are playing because uh, Canada, you know, they got actual restrictions up there, and they have leadership that uh, cares about keeping people safe and protecting from COVID. So if that isn't ironed out, they're going to have to. Uh, reconfigure things to make sure that the Canadian teams, much like uh, the Raptors are playing down in, uh, where are they playing in Florida? Is yeah. They announced yeah. Playing? That's what I just said was that they'll be in Tampa Bay. Uh, just oh, okay, mentioned cool. that. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. So speaking of Tampa Bay, I'll save you here, Scott. Uh, did you see what, uh, uh, what's his name? Cooper said their, their head coach said about being with the Stanley cup. And as much as I hate them, I think this might've redeemed him in my eyes. Did did you see what he said in a recent interview? Uh, I did not. I missed that one. What did he say? Yeah. Well, you know, no one should be listening to John Cooper anyways, because he's a dick, but he did say that the feeling was like being a Mick Jagger. Being Mick Jagger. What are your thoughts on that comment from the uh, Stanley cup winning head coach? 
That's like such a white thing to say. <laughs> what, does that, what does that even mean? It feels like being Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger when in his heyday? Like what? I, here, I'll read you the quote too. He says, honestly, I can't explain the feeling. Well, what's it like? I was like, you know, nobody really wants to see John Cooper really cares. But as soon as you're with the Stanley Cup, it's like walking in with parentheses because apparently hockey fans don't know who Mick Jagger is. So they had to clarify in the article, the Rolling Stones lead singer, Mick Jagger. <laughs> it is. It's such a remarkable trophy. That's that's really weird. I, like of all the things he could have said, I, then, a, then really he followed it up. Thing. They were like, so how does it feel to, to win the cup? And he said, Good. Feel real good. Yes! <laughs> That's so great because as soon as Mookie started the quote, my first thought was, man, he needs to take lessons from our boy here. When somebody asks you how to describe something and you say you can't, you just follow it up with the good, yeah, real, feel good. real good. <laughs> feel At real least good. get to the Mick Jagger part sooner. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's just some, like, seriously, that's some OWG shit right there because I don't think anybody, you know, now would be like, yeah, man, it's like rolling with Mick Jagger. People would look at you like, what? <laughs> By the way, Scott, JB is saving you in the comments. He pointed out they are looking at an all-Canada division, and that's what I was trying oh, yeah, to well, lead I you mean, to. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, because they've also been talking about realignment, and, and that was part of it, was doing an all-Canada division. But see, I didn't understand that that meant that they were all, you know, that they were going to keep them all in Canada for that. I thought that it meant that it was just going to be an all-Canadian division just for It feels like they have to, just based on quarantine rules and stuff like that, like traveling into Canada. Like, you have to quarantine for two weeks as soon as you come into Canada. So, like, they if a team comes to play, they're now stuck in Canada for two weeks. And I guess you could figure out a schedule where they play, you know, in Canada over those two weeks and then come back home. But I just feel like it's just going to be too much. Like, they're just not going to – they're going to have to just have Canada play Canada. Yeah, I mean, and th that'll get weird for Canadians, but then again, they don't care. I mean, they get, they'll battle it, uh, battle it out up there and be like, we should just do North America, or North America, we should just do uh, United States versus Canada and then make that the cup. Like, whoever comes out of that one division versus all of the U.S. teams, whichever one comes out of that, like, five, so the United States has to do this giant Royal Rumble and then, like, what, five, six Canadian teams just duke it out? It's, it's well, basically see, Canada's best way to get a chance at the cup. They're like, listen, this is the only way we can do it is if we right. just we make sure that one team is from Canada for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, Scott, you had it right there. Like, let's be honest. America is North America and Canada can kind of just, you know, it sits outside. But well, and that's um, why that's why I made that uh, mistake there, because I'm like, oh, wait, that's right. They are also on the same continent. But you forget. <laughs> but but again, we should we should really stick to sports here. Uh, and Tyson asks a really good question, like you were saying, with the the Canadian division versus others. And he he wants to know what you feel about a lot of the NHL's young, exciting players being stuck up in Canada. Connor McDavid, that Dick Austin Matthews, Elias Pettersson are all going to be stuck up in Canada. How do you how do you feel that bodes for the the game? What is is Mookie going through a tunnel again? <laughs> I heard him. Uh, oh, okay. I heard, yeah, I kinda, I heard you me. said. Yeah. Well, you said you said. That, how do I feel about them being all up there? Is that is that what you said? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The the yeah. gist of oh, it. Yeah, is I mean, the, who gives a shit? We still got TV. So if I really want to see those <laughs> young, exciting players, we can still see them. It's not like they're blacked out and it'd be like, well, we got to read the newspaper the next day to see how these you know younger guys on the Canadian teams played. So I mean, it's fine. It's no big deal. In all seriousness, Scott, how many of those games are you going to seek out? out and watch 
all of them. I mean, I will have, I'm like, can I buy the NHL package that only shows the Canadian games? Uh, I do. Uh, I will say the games that I do like to watch that I really enjoy watching are, is like the winter. Outdoor hockey. Yeah. It's winter classic. Like that's the the way to go, but we're not going to get one this year. Right. Cause if the start, if they're looking at January 12th, is the start date. We're going to miss the winter classic on new year's day. Uh, but they are exploring outdoor hockey options throughout the season, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know how that's going to work. And, and they're saying there's a lot of logistics that they, you know, might not be able to pull off with, with the whole outdoor thing. But for me, I'm like, well, if you're not going to have fans anyway, why the hell not just play them all outdoors? Shit. Just find a pond. Like, seriously, just go to a local pond in each city. Oh, wait, that's right, because some of those cities have no business having hockey teams and couldn't have a frozen <laughs> pond. That's right. It'll, it'll support my stance that no hockey team should be in warm weather cities. I did see an article that said that uh, the Kings were looking at potential outdoor hockey options. I was like, what? How the How hell is, is that, that going to work? <laughs> yeah. Unless they're doing like old school, what is it, Mighty Ducks D2, where they play on, on roller skates yes. with all the kids. Yes. They go they go blade hockey. That's the only way that shit works in Sacramento. JB wants to know if about teams playing solely outdoors and i am all the way here for it why the hell not i yeah because well, the best part is when a dude gets checked over the boards and just is planted into this snowbank that would be yeah and then has to get back up and find right. his way back into the rink yeah i'm yeah I'm, seriously <laughs> and fantastic. again with with no fans i mean now what better time to just do something wild like that well but this is the reason why they're looking at outdoor hockey is because they think they might have a better shot of allowing fans to come to the games if it's outdoors cuz you you do have places that allow you to to have fans in an outdoor setting. NFL is allowed to have uh, fans in the stands in some places. So that's, it's actually, it seems like, oh yeah, we're trying to be fun and have outdoor hockey. But in reality, it's like, no, nah, we just need to try to make some money on this. Like we got to sell tickets and it ain't going to work if we're trying to do it in, indoors. So fuck it. Let's go outside, I guess. Like everybody bundle up, except if you're in LA, then uh, have fun swimming in the rink, I guess. <laughs> And yes, JB, we know that the Kings did have a game outdoors once upon a time, but like they couldn't have every single game because I think if they're starting in the middle of January was the start date, there ain't no way in hell they're going to do a 50-something game season out in L.A. with this global climate change bullshit on top of every... I mean, they'll probably get a forest fire in L.A. No way they're going to keep a hockey rink cold. (laughs) Get out of here. So... I don't know if this is going to hit too close to home with some of the other topics. I got a couple other things to cover here. We could stick to sports or we could go with something that all our gamer friends are going to enjoy. You what? make the call, Mook. Cool. Go for it. Are we still are we do still your, doing that? Oh, we're still, yeah, oh, we're it's doing, doing that. Okay, hockey. okay, cool. I just want to make sure my yeah. shine wasn't over. Let's go. I'm staying on topic <laughs> here. No, we, we, we are here to help you shine, my friend. So uh, I could ask you about Matt Zuccarello being out for the start of the wild training camp, but really Oof, what that's rough. No. Well, I'd like to hear your take on it. If you have an opinion, I don't want to cut you off. I mean, it just sucks when you're not at full strength and the season hasn't even started yet. That's not a good way to go into any season. So uh, I would think that the Wild are, you know, already worded. And it's a shortened season, too. So there's little little margin for error when you're, when you're taking guys out before they even hit the ice. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Now, I know we have an outstanding uh, uh, tete-a-tete via uh, NBA Jam that we still need to settle. But as you suffer through your current gaming situation, I want to open up my home to you, Scott, and let you know 
I'm down to host an NHL 94 Rewind matchup this season if you want to get in on that. Did you hear about the NHL 21 feature they released? I did not. Did they include a throwback to NHL 94 on that? They did. So NHL 21 is coming out with a built-in NHL 94 Rewind edition. Dude, Um, why is that? I've never understood because, I mean, it, it definitely is. Why is that game like one of the best hockey games ever created? No it's idea. because I it remember was, playing that game uh, so much. It's because it was, it was so, so easy to start a fight. Like you were well, able to true. get yeah. fights easily yes. in that game. <laughs> and you had the the eight bit blood. That's that's why yeah. that game was so good. That that was it. Like to be able to split a guy's head open on the ice. Or fight was that the one that, the drop fe- of the that was featured in Swingers? That's yes. what they were playing in I Swingers. I believe that one. was, yeah, I believe yeah. it was 94. Yeah. Uh, when they yeah. s- split open Wayne Gretzky's head, which they said <laughs> took them forever to get that scene right. Because whoever, they were like, I could do that. Was it Vince Vaughn that said he could do it in that movie? Anyways, so. he was like, I could do it every time, and then could not get it when they were filming. And it took them for <laughs> fucking ever to get that scene right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so excited for this news, guys. Like That's so really it's, baller. It's, it's current rosters, and, and I'll, I'll make sure we get it out of the show account, but uh, Over Chicken actually tweeted out his excitement at the news to help it hype it up, uh, saying he played as a kid. He's so excited for it. And then the, the video on the tweet actually then has him pan across with his 8-bit self, busted like oh, gap in his front fantastic. teeth and all. And, oh, my God. I got goosebumps. I cannot wait. Is it bad that it took me like a solid four to five seconds to figure out who you meant when you said over chicken? Oh, like I sorry. legit <laughs> in the Wyborski household, he is known as Over Chicken because when Jen and I were watching That's hockey earlier Scott's in our relationship, face. she saw him in a game and just kind of <laughs> saw his saw his nameplate during a play, and she goes, "Why is that guy's name Over Chicken?" <laughs> Scott's face through that through was me. amazing. I had to I had to switch to that view of Scott just staring blankly at the Zoom chat, trying to figure out what the fuck was happening with the Over Chicken. Uh, it was either that or you were watching Twitch streams. I don't know what was happening there, Scott. Mm, cannot confirm what we're talking about next. <laughs> Actually, you want to really know what I was doing? I was Googling something about NHL 94 because I was trying to make sure that I was looking at something and I'm like, ooh, is that, like, I want to make sure I didn't say something that happened in NHL 95 or 96 because like, in that range is where I, I spent like all of my – uh, definitive hockey video game playing career. So I didn't want to mix any of it up. I do also want to give a shout out to Ed Mayhall calling out mutant league hockey. Did you guys ever play that as a kid? No. Uh, yes, sir. I've oh never my played God, that, that one. shit was amazing. <laughs> Has anyone, if anyone knows where to get their hands on a copy of that game, whatever platform, because it's not on steam. It's not on the game libraries. Get at your boy. Cause I need it in my life. Is there no emulator you can download that has it? Like, there's no emulator of it anywhere? Man, I have not found it at all. I've looked. Not hard, but I've looked. Hmm. Um, usually after, like, six beers. But, you know, <laughs> so, I can get almost anything so I want to get on the interweb. You just wait but... until it's just a regular Tuesday for Drew. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That was the best part, too. So I woke up Sunday, came into, the, came into my office here, uh, turned on my computer, and I saw I had three tabs open. Bovada, Recent Bets, and then Alabama LSU and whatever game I was picking because I was watching the night before. And I looked at it and just like, oh, fuck. I wonder if I won. Close. <laughs> Didn't even look. Son of a bitch. Uh, Scott, what else you got for us in that hockey world? Anything else? 
Uh, I, I mean, I don't think so. I'm just excited for the guys to get back out there and start slinging some puck, man. It's It's been long enough, and I know we had that long break and then the comeback, but it, it'd be nice to have a season that hopefully doesn't get interrupted by anything crazy. I'm uh, I'm very excited just that we are going to get some more do that hockey more often. That's what I'm well, most not excited only that, about. Uh, not only that, I can't wait to see these vintage jerseys out on the ice. Oh, all, yes. In all their glory. Did you see or how on fast NHL those... 21. <laughs> right. Did you see how fast they sold out? they're in the game, too. They announced out? that this week. Nice. Dude, this game sounds baller as hell, Dude, man. I know NHL you're actually, I'm of, not going to lie, you're actually kind of selling this for Dude, me. NHL is one of the best pl- games on modern-gen platforms. Ever. I haven't it's played an so NHL solid. game in so long. I used to spend a ton of, the last game, no lie, the last game that I owned uh, hockey game-wise was NHL 2K for Dreamcast. Oh, dude. Oh, dude it has okay. been that long. But then I know for a little while there, they got really bad because one of my buddies who played a lot, uh, I, I want to say like PlayStation, around PlayStation 3 time, he said it started going downhill just a little bit. Um, all right, so this is what we're going to do, folks. We are going to start a GoFundMe to buy Scott this game for his birthday. From now, for what and- system? The one I don't have yet, or <laughs> well, see, that's the best part, Scott. At least on Xbox, if you buy it for like the current gen, you're grandfathered in to the next. Gen. Oh yeah, everybody's doing that. So, yeah, I mean, then that's so. So all our proceeds from our our shop sales will go towards getting Scott a copy of NHL 21 for his birthday someday in January. No, it won't. <laughs> but you can go to the shop. <laughs> We ain't what are you doing shaking that? your head for? We ain't, we ain't giving the proceeds from the shop to Scott. Dude, but you video don't fucking say plugged. that on air. They don't need to know. Come on, man. Nah, he's right though. I, I wouldn't want the proceeds from anything we actually sell. Has anyone ever? <laughs> oh my god. Bigger picture. No, because boys. that's how you get sued, Drew. That's how you get sued for people being like, I was duped into thinking I was giving a charitable donation, and instead... No, it wasn't a charitable do- donation. You bought a shirt. <laughs> yeah, but you when you say the proceeds are going somewhere, and then they don't go somewhere, that's fraud, dude. That's fraud. Mm. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Look, man, <laughs> trust me. I know a lot of bird law, okay? We got this. <laughs> Uh, Biscuit has a, a question for you, Scott. It gets a little political up in here, but I, I think it's okay. I think we can ask this one. Do you think that with the new administration and a vaccine starting up, travel restrictions could be changed and the NHL could have a semi-regular season? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's kind of what all of these leagues are, are hoping for. Um, I, I know especially baseball is, but uh, Bettman kind of already alluded to that, saying that, you know, how the season begins is not how uh, the season necessarily has to end and that at the very least they're hoping to have packed houses, you know, with social distancing, of course, or whatever measures are put in place uh, based on where the finals would be. Um, you know, just having fans in the stands. So uh, I definitely think, but by that time, Jesus Christ, we're all hoping that by that time, that'll, <laughs> that'll be a real thing. So uh, that would be nice to see. But in the meantime, outdoor hockey, baby, just, you know, just pick up game. It just find, uh, find a rink outdoors anywhere in the city, uh, the host city and go for it. That would be amazing. Uh, that, and they shouldn't even have set teams. It should just be real life. NHL exactly. <laughs> Which how come that's never been a game? 
Like we had NBA Street, we had NFL Street. Uh, they did have one of those versions. There was uh, one that I played back in the day that was three on three. Uh, it never took off, but it was made by uh, Midway. Now, wait a minute, Scott. Have You've said you've not played the modern NHLs. Do you know they have a 3v3 entire platform built into the game? Yes, because they stole that from that three on three. Like, <laughs> well, that, that was trying to enough. emulate it to be a jam. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was aware it's, of that. But again, it's I dope as fuck. Yeah, that, that, that's shit I solid. will say the last time I picked up one of them, I, I, I thought it was extra complicated because it was like one stick controls like your hands and then the other controls a stick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, doing a lot, man. Like I just need one to move and then one to, you know, I need a button to shoot and I hold you it if actually... I want to do a slap shot. You you can do that though. You can you can trigger the old NHL hits. Classic. There it is, JB. Yeah. I did have NHL hits, so I guess that was the last officially NHL licensed video game that I ever owned. That was on PlayStation Three. Uh, good, Scott. I never actually had PS Three though. Scott, I appreciate your expertise, man. Thank you for doing that hockey for us. I look forward to more of this soon, my friend. Yes, we will definitely do it more often. As they say in hockey. Let's do that hockey. Well done, Scott. Uh, always a, a pleasure when you do that hockey. Uh, let's get into our next segment for the night. This is one that, uh, I mean, people have just been clamoring for, and it's one that I'm super excited to bring back. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, this was a segment we used to do a long time ago. We used to put up a poll every single week with two options, and you got to pick who you wanted to be the Motherfucker of the Week. We decided to do things a little bit differently. We are going to nominate a few motherfuckers uh, from the week, and then we'll put a poll on Twitter, at Crafty Sports on Twitter. Go follow us, uh, and uh, you can vote in the poll. It'll be open as soon as I remember to put it up, likely right after the show, maybe uh, once the intern starts up, uh, Cam will be able to start putting it up right in like during the show. Uh, but I was we are wondering if we're going to talk about that part. Yeah, yeah we'll got an intern. It's yeah, we got an intern. Cam, your boys are moving up. Thanks to Belly Up Sports for organizing it. Uh, we have uh, an intern that will be helping us out with the social media side of things and uh, promotion in the show. So we're really excited. Cam seems like a cool dude. Uh, we're gonna. I think he starts tomorrow. So we're, we're you know. I, I I'm, I'm super stuff. excited for him to join the team, but I'm also a little nervous. Like, does his mom know what he's doing? Like, does she know he's wasting his time and his future working with us idiots? <laughs> uh, I mean, the dude's minoring in podcasting. So he's like, he's so cool. Yeah. That's big now, man. Like, that's freaking awesome. He's going to teach us a lot. Let me what a, I know. That's what I said. I'm like, he was like, my professors told me a lot about like what to do and what not to do. I'm like, great. Well, that we are probably doing everything. Yes. Uh, Can we audit your courses? Do. How does yeah. that work? Just give me your, up? give me your textbook, Cam. Let me read through this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So your first nominee, and I'm going to do the sound cue every single time. We'll go around the horn here. What? Motherfucker, you first nominee for motherfucker of the week is my boy Coach K. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of what Coach K did, so Duke this year sucks. Like as a team, Duke is complete garbage. It's another one of those. <laughs> but they may not be worse than Kentucky. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> Kentucky is. Uh, they look like crap, man. 
Well, Duke lost last night to Illinois. Uh, it was an 83-68 loss, uh, and it's always a good time when Duke loses. They lost at home to Michigan State. It was the first time that Michigan State won at uh, Cameron Indoor for, like, ever. I feel like that was the first time they've ever won there. Uh, so Duke is just in, in bad shape right now. So after... The game, somebody had asked uh, Coach K, Gabe is getting ahead of us with his uh, Motherfucker of the Week nominee. Uh, We'll we'll get to them, Gabe. Um, Get out of our show notes, man. Yeah, (laughs) seriously, that was the one I was like, I can't wait for this one. (laughs) Well, Coach K says after the game, uh, maybe we should rethink this whole playing basketball during a pandemic thing. He says that they were in too big of a rush to get the season started. They, he isn't, he's questioning being able to like run, run it out the way they did. Uh, he says, quote, we're just plowing through this. Um, he basically is saying that, uh, listen, if you're reading between the lines, he's saying, listen, I'm not doing too well. And if you know Coach K, <laughs> and you know Coach K's history, he's going to either A, petition the NCAA to take this off of his record uh, and not count it against his record, or B, say that his back hurts and have to sit out this year. Because that's what he did in 1995 when he was like, when the team was dog shit, and he was like, oh, my, my back, it's still hurting from my surgery. I got to go sit down. Uh, so Coach K, a nominee for Motherfucker of the Week this week. What do you guys think of Coach K as a nominee? Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, Coach like, K. Go, go ahead, ahead. Uh, Jinx. <laughs> All I gotta say about this is, yeah, you're right. We're just grinding through it, Coach K. That's what everyone's doing with this fucking year. And and I gotta be honest, I'm not stoked at the kids being stuck at the university, not able to go home for Christmas and stuff. But like, honestly, everyone just needs to stay the fucking place wherever they are when the holiday as December rolls on. Just keep doing what you're doing. Let's keep our heads down. Let's get through this. You know, let's grind like our forefathers, etc. Whatever. Fuck it. Like. This is real, and everyone knows it's did about you say the money. Etcetera? I did hear an etcetera. etcetera. <laughs> I heard an etcetera. Well, hey, you know, we were start- see. This is what I was thinking earlier too. I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have as many beers before the show and like see if things go better. Apparently, it doesn't matter. So I know ex- saying etcetera is Harden. Wait, like, what did you just? <laughs> well, well played, Scott, on the Harden joke. <laughs> Boom. But did you say uh, etcetera? Is that what you just said? I meant. No, can say nobody say etcetera? Et can nobody on the show say etcetera? I said et cetera. What the hell are you talking about? It sounded like et cetera. Yes, I heard an et cetera. I heard that. You did not. Yes, I did. Go ahead. Let me just ask you if you can say (laughs) et cetera. All right. Like, just let's get to the point here. No, look, the thing is. It's hard to talk, man. It's so hard. (sighs) Fuck Coach K. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, no, for me, there's there's two parts to this, because I, and I hate when this happens. There's Coach K, the man who brought greatness back to Team USA basketball, re- reestablished the dominance of the Dream Team, and then there's the Coach K, the other 99% of the time that coaches Duke and is a human piece of shit. So this is like the least shocking thing that he's ever done, where he's like, you know what? My team's kind of balls here. Maybe we should rethink this whole thing. Can, can we hit the reset button? You know, I didn't mean to pick these guys to play <laughs> on my team. It's like when you do the fantasy draft in Madden and you get halfway through and realize, oh, my God, my offensive line is dog shit. It doesn't matter who else I have to fill in. Yeah, you guys just want to restart this thing? Like, I, I'm not really feeling my team. You lose so, it in Madden? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't used to, but, you know, when you're drafting a team and you look at it, 
like the way the computer drafts, it, it, mm-hmm. you never know. But then when you draft, it's like, not as good as th- I thought I was at this whole thing. <laughs> Sounds like my fantasy football team. Uh, uh, also, Biscuit dropping in here with uh, apparently Shaq is all in on wrestling now. He got a drink thrown in his face. Dude, that's what happens when Pat McAfee goes on uh, AEW and balls the hell out. Did you guys see McAfee on AEW? Oh man, I I got I did questions. Not. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask though. He was uh, wait, hang on. What questions do you have about oh, that boy. sentence? What was what? confusing about that hey, sentence? Like, okay, just between us three, what is don't don't tell anyone though cuz I'm embarrassed about this. What is AEW? You don't know about it's AEW? Just a, it's just another one of the wrestling It's just fans. another thing. It's a, a okay, wrestling hang on, hang on, hang on. And I'm not even a wrestling fan. Oh, it was NXT. Sorry, Ed. Uh, I apologize. It was NXT that he was oh, on. Oh, so it's NXT. That's just division from WWE. Yeah, it's it's WWE well, Lite is what that is. No, 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 no. I, I called it what I called it. I didn't make Well, but wait. So AEW, I know what NXT is, but AEW is a thing. AEW is a new, a new wrestling organization. Uh, wrestling. It's, it's the uh, the owner of the Jaguars. His son is like the owner of it. Con's uh, huh. son owns it, and then Chris Jericho plays Con! like a big. <laughs> I got <laughs> I gotta be honest. I saw AEW and I thought A and E for women. Like I thought it was like a spinoff of A and E, but like more geared towards like that demographic because A and E has quality programming, and that's what I thought. And I was like, why is Shaq getting a drink thrown in his face on that? Like, I don't know. Dude, all I'm saying... Just don't tell anyone I didn't know Tony Khan. I won't say anything. Your secret is safe with me, Drew. I won't say a word. Uh, Tony Khan, thank you, Biscuit, for jumping in with... with uh, Khan son, I I still think Khan son is the way to to say that. Uh, but Khan's yeah, done. Pat McAfee was he was doing like moon salts off the cage, just being a fucking psycho. It was entertaining to see. Do the, you expect anything less from Pat, dude? McAfee. If it comes out in a couple of years that he had a coke problem, I would not be shocked at all. <laughs> that dude is insane. Have you seen him on game day wearing all and, the fucking masks? And if masks a few years after that it came out that he had a CTE problem, that also would not shock me. As a punter. <laughs> yes, even still. Uh, hey, everybody remembers the uh, the punter that got jacked up in the uh, the Pro Bowl by uh, one dearly departed Sean Taylor. So uh, don't say that punters don't take hits, man. Yeah, wasn't there the one punter who got kicked in the face? Was it the the Browns? It was punter? Kevin Huber. Was it Huber? No, they was it the Bengals. Oh. Because remember, it was it was freaking. Uh, it was against the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, well, yeah. I knew it was against it the was, Steelers. It was, it was before Antonio Brown went crazy. Before? <laughs> well, uh, around the same time, Antonio Brown went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we knew Antonio <laughs> there Brown. There you go. Was there crazy. you go. That's a good. There's the clarification. Uh, Scott, why don't you go in? Uh, go pull up that doc. Give us the uh, motherfucker of the week number two nominee. Motherfucker, you. Oh, these motherfuckers right here. The Big Ten, <laughs> adding to Matt Barr's claim that uh, college football is all the way illegitimate. These motherfuckers today voted to change the rules. And we <laughs> talked about this on the show the last few weeks that basically between the NCAA and the Big Ten, they were just going to do whatever it took to make sure that Ohio State was front and center. And because they weren't going to do the original six games, they weren't going to make it because all these games started getting canceled because of COVID, uh, they decided that they're going to change the rules today. And, well, 
Oh, she was in the title game now against Northwestern. <laughs> Even though they only played five games this year. Womp, womp. And basically, the, it boils down to, eh, well, you know, they probably would have beat Michigan. And so, eh, why not? Like, you know, they're, they're all the way just assuming things. But let's be honest. It wouldn't have mattered if Ohio State was 0-4 at this point. They'd have been like, well, uh, you know, things and stuff. And Ohio State in the championship game. Things and stuff is yeah, like they would. They they needed no other reason. They it's again just like we talked about with the NCAA, all about money, all about eyeballs, and so they were just going to do whatever it took. And and this is like extra transparent. Well, like, but yeah. there. So the reasoning was like they came out with reasoning that. I, it, when they put Which it out this there, this took longer. The, the reasoning took longer. I than feel the like I feel like that's what the meeting was. Was like, okay, how do we sell this to people now? Like, we're, <laughs> yes. we're all in agreement. Ohio State is going into the Big Ten championship. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. How the fuck do we sell it? And then they were like, we need they, like the memo. Probably multiple. Went out. Yeah, there was multiple Zoom it calls says, and yeah. It says uh, meeting to discuss how, how Ohio State is in the championship game <laughs> and, and explaining it to the rest of the country. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll be there. Accept. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, look, agenda uh, item number one: How do we make this seem legit? Uh, and, <laughs> and they came up; they got their best marketing people together, and they came up with something that actually sounds kind of legit. And their reasoning was: uh, if Ohio State had played Michigan and they lost, so assuming an Ohio State loss, they still would have been in the Big Ten Championship representing the East. So they were like, there's no need to have a game if the outcome doesn't matter on whether or not they make it in. So that was their announced reasoning. That's the reasoning that they came up with after everybody got together and tried to figure out how to justify just putting Ohio State in after only five games. See, um, that's, that's, that's bullshit, though, because the ACC did the same thing with Notre Dame and Clemson, and they're like, yeah, let's just call it a wrap. Like, why risk any more exposure or travel? Like, whatever happens in these meaningless games is no big deal. Let's just play it safe and go that way and if they had done that i would okay say i would all right fine because i'm pretty sure michigan had positive tests starting a couple weeks ago before osu beat up on whomever this weekend right this is a total case of the big 10 thought they put enough things in place that they would make sure that ohio state got there then they're like ah shit well we didn't account for that we thought the six game minimum was enough so we'll just Uh, say uh, that doesn't count anymore they started on halloween and thought they were going to get six games in eight. minimum. They thought eight. They thought they, no, eight no, no. They, games. They planned for eight, but they set the minimum. Correct. Of you're six. right. You're right. They and thought, that's where yeah. I'm just like, no, you're fucking idiots for starting this. They should have said plan for eight and a minimum of four. Because like the way stuff has been planning out, like panning out, it's it's just it's hard. They had two compressed window to begin <laughs> with. The Big Ten. Harden. The Big Ten is just a bunch of dumbass motherfuckers because they look like they got pie all over their face with the way they said, we're not having a season. We're not changing our opinion. Stop protesting on our doorsteps. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, wait, there's a way we can do this and still make money. Oh, okay. We just have to pretend to care about the athletes and coaches and staff and family. Okay, let's 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 give it a go. Let's see how we can get there. And when, then when they realized that their half-ass planning wasn't good enough to even get Ohio State uh, playoff consideration where they were going to make their windfall, that's when they started scrambling. 
You're right. Uh, you're 100% right. It was uh, clearly a scramble to get Ohio State in. and They literally should have just came out and said, okay, here's how we're going to play this season. No matter what happens, if your school name rhymes with Mohio 8, we're going to put you in the title game. Like, that is the rule this year. And if your school name rhymes yep. with that, you're in. It would have just been better off. Like, yeah. no qualifications otherwise. Like, if you, play, if you show up and wear a uniform at all this year and your school name rhymes with Mohio 8 you're in because see I would would feel differently too if they put in like a rider of this go say okay we'll waive the six games whatever but at some point this season Ohio State gets to kick Michigan's face in on the football field I'd be totally cool (laughs) that's what they've really robbed us of is a chance to see that school up north embarrassed yet again which as a Notre Dame fan I take such joy in it is um, it is really nice to see Khakis just get his oh, shit stumped in. Destroyed. Uh, hey, uh, so there hey. are a couple comments though. <laughs> hey, I think uh, Scott getting upset because we're let's, talking let's about pour Khakis. One out. Let's Different not khakis, be mean. Scott. No, I'm Different not going to pour one out for Khakis. Are you kidding me? Let's not be rude. What are you kidding? There's no reason to kick a man when it's he's down. It's a former Niners coach, on. Drew. Are you new? That's here? not what we do on the show. We <laughs> never kick a man when care. he's down. We don't, don't care. We don't kick a man while he's down. <laughs> what is what is he known for with the Niners other than losing the most important game of his career? Damn. That's the second time today, Drew. Uh, you only get one more. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tread lightly, my friend. Tread lightly. <laughs> I will say there was a minute in the show chat earlier today. I was like, they know I'm kidding, right? No, there there was no, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, (laughs) Drew almost got, it was, it was almost a moment where Scott was like, listen, it's Drew or me. That's how close it came in our, our show chat. Like it, Scott was very close, (laughs) very close to just like, he put in the the chat, like joking, like, well, good luck tonight. It's been a good run. But there was a a part of him that was like, no, seriously, fuck this shit. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Drew crossed the line, man. He crossed the fucking line. He did cross a line, and I'm not even that big of a fan. Uh, we'll we'll yeah, talk about Mike it. We'll get into that. It, so. uh, Drew, uh, why don't you uh, check out that uh, that doc there? Motherfucker, you. Third nominee for motherfucker of the week. God, I love that drop every time. Uh, we still going the full four? Or are we trying to tighten up for time there, Mike? Just no, quick. we got time. You're good. All right, cool. Uh, so. Number three motherfucker of the week this week is the NFL for the way it pulled Des Bryant while they quote unquote followed COVID protocol because he got a positive test 20 minutes before the game, but had been out on the field hugging, dapping people up, like doing what, what players do before the game, getting their warm up and getting their stretching, basically seeing everyone touching everything, breathing on all this stuff. <laughs> and yet he's the only dude they pull from the field. And contact tracing was apparently not words that they understood or had in any of their dictionaries. No, 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 no. They and had the same like, contact tracing company that uh, that Clemson had. They're like, oh, yeah, just the one guy. Just the one completely. guy. Yeah. You know right? that, guy, like, that guy that was just hugging everybody? No right. contact tracing needed. Absolutely <laughs> no, none. That's cool. And, and, and this is why I'm going to lean a little bit towards they, they really weren't that much of motherfuckers because what they probably actually said behind closed doors big 10 style was i mean just the cowboys (laughs) so right 
Zeke already got it, so he's immune. Uh, Dalton already had it. No, Zeke didn't have it. Dalton had it. I thought no, I thought Zeke had it over the summer. Oh, he, he might have had it. That, yeah, he, he might have had it. It got leaked out that he was positive and he was super shitty about it. Very possible. You, so you then might he gained right. 20 pounds on top of that tattoo he had. Whew, that uh, ironic yeah. feed me tattoo that he's got. Listen, if you want right. to hear some digs at the Cowboys, go check out Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. That's dropping tomorrow oh, that's morning. Because right. uh, yeah, I, the I was on there with. I was on there with uh, with Big Baby Shubes, and we I went I went harder on Mike McCarthy, I think, than anybody else on that roster. Really? I, yeah, so I kind of feel bad. How much did y'all go after the Red Rocket, though? I just told a story. Uh, I told the story about how uh, Jude beat up his son. Yes. Yes. That was the only dig I threw at Andy yes. Dalton. Uh, I just I mentioned how my son beat up his kids on the playground, and then I had to stand there and be like. Kids, huh? Man, what? The, worst part, the, the only bad thing about that story is that you don't end it by running over, standing behind Jude, flexing, and go, Berlard rules. <laughs> I felt so bad because, like, Dalton's wife was horrified. Like, she was just like, oh, my word. And Dalton was, like, coming oh, over to see, to see what was going on, why his kids were crying. And there's my son just, like, playing with the steering wheel, like, yes, fuck you, motherfuckers. I got you now. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to point out that the NFL is actually like, yes, their nomination comes from not, you know, doing anything with it. But I, I think it should come from their whole protocol in general, because before the season started, when they, you know, put out their list of rules, front and center was no more of that jersey swapping. They just <laughs> let dudes be out on the field, dapping each other up and hugging and, you know, you know, breathing each other's faces and shit. But they're like, you can't swap those jerseys. We will crack down on that, damn it. Uh, but the rest of the stuff, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't uh, understand how you don't pull anybody else from that game. Like, first of all, it's crazy because he shouldn't have been out there anyways. He had an inconclusive test earlier in the day, right? And that's why they had to test him again. So he has this inconclusive test. If you've got an inconclusive test, you shouldn't be out there. It should be like, look, we have to hold you back just because it could it be positive. Else too, right, but see. they're like, no, 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 it's cool. Just go ahead. It's probably going to be negative. You should be all right. And then it comes <laughs> out that he's positive, and he's like, well, fuck, okay. And I, I got to be honest, I love how Des Bryant handled everything because he was like – he was in his feelings last night on Twitter. Like that dude was oh, tweeting yeah. out, "I'm just gonna drink some wine and drown my sorrows." I saw, I <laughs> he, he, said, he said he was quitting. He's done for the rest of the year. <laughs> well, well, what makes it even more ridiculous is they just got done pushing back yes. the Ravens Steelers game forever like because of years. yeah because of all the COVID issues. And here, a guy, another Raven. Test positive, and they're just like, ah, that it, game, cool. that game was being played on Wednesday yeah. because of it. We were having Wednesday night football because no, of no, the Wednesday COVID. afternoon, thanks to the tree lighting. My <laughs> yeah, friend. which again, I that that totally no, this was last night. Press. This happened oh, no, yesterday. Tuesday night, football. yeah, I, Tuesday oh, night, shit, excuse me, Tuesday night. Yeah, last night? it was oh, last Jesus. night. It was Tuesday night. I'm sorry, I, I don't know what day it is anymore. Yeah, I was just gonna time say, doesn't exist. Wednesday night, you dummy, time doesn't exist. Uh, Tuesday night football, so they had had to push it back to Tuesday night already because they had to push the Ravens Steelers and the NFL is just like ah oh, fucking we ain't dealing with that all again we already got bumped for a tree lighting once we're not getting bumped for fucking Frosty the Snowman okay we're keeping this game it's playing right now I don't give a shit who else gets COVID we're done play it and uh, everyone's like okay I guess so 
Unreal shit, man. Uh, there's your third nominee for Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, I'll wrap us up here with the, the fourth nominee. Motherfucker, you. Fourth nominee is, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's actually a Motherfucker of the Week Hall of Famer. I could yes. be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he was a first ballot Hall of Famer in the Motherfucker of the Week Hall of Fame. Vontez Burfecht, uh, former Raider. He also played for another team that I can't quite remember, but he was a Raider, I know for sure. Uh, he was arrested this week for assaulting a security guard at the Cosmopolitan uh, Hotel in Las Vegas. He was looking for a place called Secret Pizza which is a restaurant that is intentionally hard to find and he couldn't find it. Uh, and he was upset because he felt like the security guards were following him and that upset him. And he decided to fight one of them. So he got arrested for assaulting a security guard, Vontez perfect, just doing Vontez perfect things. Uh, the guy can never stay out of trouble. He is, uh, this is, what Vontez Perfect has always been. Uh, so not much to the story. That's why I figured that we were still good to throw that one in. I just had to mention that this former Oakland Raider, Vontez Perfect, <laughs> 100% uh, is a nominee for Motherfucker. The that Week. dirty Arizona Sun Devil, I, Vontez Perfect. <laughs> I just, I mean, what do they teach him out there in Las Vegas? Like Gruden is such a jerk for he doesn't have control over his program zero control that's exactly right scott this guy i mean he's learned it from somewhere and it's definitely in las vegas look it's definitely the raiders like if you think about it though the the guy was in vegas searching for an all-night pizza joint i've been there and when you need that pie after (laughs) a couple dad pops you'll fight anyone for it I, I forgot mean, Dad Pops was a it thing. Could be, it could be Chuck Norris if <laughs> if that's what it takes to get that. What is it? The the hidden pizza, the magic special pizza, what secret pizza, the secret pizza. Shit, you, I would describe like he used every word to describe secret, <laughs> but the word. Yeah. But go ahead. The it's a talent true I have. Over I don't here. Know if you know that? Yeah. Magical, but, uh, mystical, hard to find. I don't know unknown. What, what's the word I'm searching for. <laughs> you can't. You, you gotta look for it, but no one. Some people know about it, but they don't talk about it openly. It's something. It's uh. It's uh, well. What do they call it? The uh. The pizza place you shouldn't yeah. tell people about. That's it, right? <laughs> There's that Bruce Springsteen song from that '90s kick uh, flick. Did you uh, just reference garden. Secret Garden? Are you fucking kidding me? You went secret. Th- you went with the secret garden yeah, reference. Did. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, "So what? What is secret in? What reference can I make?" And you didn't even go up. secret deodorant. Or I was like, just gonna say, like, you definitely should have went with the de- deodorant. But yeah, no. I Life feel hack, like buy the extra strength men's deodorant and use it for the whole household because all the secret bullshit is is the same fucking shit but more expensive because pink tax. I feel you, girls. I got you out here. I'm fighting that fight with y'all. Good, good work, Drew. What is what is the <laughs> the the reference for secret you could have gone with before you went to the 1990s Bruce Springsteen song uh, "Secret now, to be fair, Garden"? Jerry Maguire is a great fucking film. You also called Jerry Maguire a chick five. flick. I'm confused by that statement. Well, because with the Secret Garden oh. juxtaposition, they position it as a chick <laughs> flick, which. When I watch it, that's not what I focus on. Renee, Renee Zellweger, she's cute and all, but the kid is actually more entertaining than she is. <laughs> I stopped at Kelly Preston. I didn't see anything afterwards. <laughs> what, what happened after Kelly Preston? Look at it. Look for us. There's Mookie. Who? A dirt? Yeah, that's me. 
Playing my role. Uh, oh, by the way, Xavier up 69.53 with nice. 12 minutes left in the second. Nice. Uh, Matt Barr, thank you. Victoria's Secret, that's a good one to, to go with. You could have gone with Victoria's Secret. Uh, Secret deodorant, yes, Matt Barr, we, we mentioned that one. Uh, you could have gone Secret Life of Pets. That's a, a feel more relevant. And you know what? He oh, could no, have went with no. the current season. Could have went with the Secret Santa, but no, Secret Santa. Yes, that was. In fact, you know what? Mookie just nominated himself within the segment for motherfucker of the week by digging deep on a reference he didn't need to. Dude, that's the bad part, though, Scott. I didn't dig deep. It just like popped in there. It's like, what reference can I make with secret in the title? Secret Garden. Son yes. Who sung that? I spent more time thinking about Bruce Springsteen than the fucking name of the song. Son of a bitch when stay puffed marshmallow man on us it's the first thing that popped into my head oh, matt bar was secret just, service busters last week dude it was on sundance on sunday i watched it from yeah. start to finish was so it? quality man even though i own it on blu-ray also <laughs> wow uh-huh. matt bar not doing secret santa this year we're doing elfster shit it's this online oh, yeah. situation but it's so much easier than secret santa i don't have to fucking wrap anything i don't have to talk to people you just order Amazon stuff and it shows up at the door. I Sounds am. good to me. And you've fulfilled your social obligation. You could have gone uh, secret menu from In and Out Burger. They've got their secret menu. That's or every every, had- every like restaurant ever has. Well, a no, no. But, yeah. but real question: Have you boys had In and Out? I don't know yes. if we talked about this before. Uh, I have. Had, yeah, it's yeah. superior to Whataburger in every way. But go damn, ahead. coming in hot. I haven't. I haven't had Whataburger, but based on what I had for In and Out. It's a tall order for Whataburger to take it over because uh, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And what- so fuck. And so cheap. How is it that cheap in California? Nothing is that cheap in L.A. <laughs> that's what makes. I think that's part of what makes it good is because you're like, wow, this must be the cheapest thing that I can enjoy this much in California. <laughs> Shit, we're supposed to stick to sports. I'm so sorry about this. This this show got away from us a little bit here. Let's, Dude, let's, it's let's okay. okay. It hey, do you guys okay. do you guys want in on the secret? We don't always stick to sports. Uh, that's oh, the secret. Oh, God, you're going to drive viewership away. Come on, man. Don't oh, damn. Biscuit, biscuit coming in hard with fucking in and out. Gabe calling out Shake Shack, which I've never had, but it, I really would like okay, to. Okay, Matt Barr. Whoa, yes, whoa, Matt Barr with the whoa. take that I've I've no, hi- heard several people you. say, and I don't necessarily, I can't I can't get behind it. He says no. five guys way better than in and out. It's not. I mean, okay, here's what I, I like, like about five guys. I like five, five guys, guys always leaves me feeling like with regret. <laughs> really? It's like, always. Yeah. Five guys, like it's it's so good, but the next day my stomach is just F. Well, that's because you eat all of the fries in the bag. You're not supposed to. You know, you're supposed to eat every single one of well, those. And I get them seasoned fries. too. Like, oh, oh you gotta get God. them seasoned. Jesus. I don't drown them with some ketchup. I've never They're done rough. seasoned fries. It, Look, I five love guys. Five Wait guys. a second. Hang on. You've never done the seasoned fries? No, not not at Five Guys. You've never done that? Jesus Christ. I gotta (sighs) gotta get a co-host. Hey, where's that drop you white as mayonnaise? Can we get that one next? Sure, we can can find that one. Hold on a second. I know the guy who referenced Secret Garden isn't saying somebody's white as mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) That's not not me being white. That's me being sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, White? Okay. All right, Matt (laughs) Bart. Matt Barr saying that since we haven't lived in California, uh, then oh, our I know opinion this dude doesn't want to fight. That is my second. Home. Why does it matter if we live or in, in California? I mean, I've had been... both. I've eaten both. I, in fact, I've spent more time in California. That's the second 
most uh, state, like of any state, it's Ohio and California, just because I have family there. Like I've spent way more time in California than any other state outside of Ohio. So fuck you, Matt Barr. Also, biscuit dropping yeah. that Fat Burger is superior to In and Out. Now that's a chain I haven't tried, and I've always wanted to, thanks to the Beastie Boys, because they said they fly at Fat Burger when they're way out west, and I've always wanted to. Like since I was a kid, I wanted to eat at Fat Burger because the Beastie Boys referenced it in the song, and I've never had it. Uh, so that's Fat Burger. You have? Yeah. Is it? It's not better it than good? In-N-Out. Not better than In-N-Out. It's no. It's it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a fat fucking burger. <laughs> but like it's a fat yeah. burger. Well, because they do the, the like they do the smash patties, and you just stack them up. So like a normal burger is a double kind of situation. Um, but they also go heavy with the uh, the fresh toppings like the the lettuce, tomato, onion. So they they load it up too, which is all fine and good. But man, you still can't beat that animal style. Okay, hang on though. Matt Barr is now saying because you've had In and Out once, so you tried it because you had to. It's not even close to the best burger in California. First of all, I've had it multiple times because I used to have to go out to Vegas every single year uh, for. Uh, a, a conference and I would get in and out every time I was in Vegas. Uh, so I have had it more than once. It wasn't like I just had to do it because I was in California. I've had it in California as well, but here's where I'm going to get with the, I'm, I'm getting away from what Matt Barr is saying because he's saying it's not the best burger in California. I'm not saying the in and out burger is the best burger. I'm saying best chain burger. There's a big difference. Like in Cincinnati, I'm not going to five guys is nowhere near as good as zips. Zips is the burger to have if you're in Cincinnati, but I'm not going to put, I'm not going to say, oh, Zips is the best burger. You know, like you got to talk chain. If you're talking, you got to compare apples to apples. I don't even know if I'd say Zips is best in Cincinnati. I'll throw that out there. Okay. That's a hot take, my friend. Yeah, it's a hot take. I don't want to get too local, but uh, I'll throw out my, my, my favorite nations down in uh, what you call it, right across from the casino, whatever that the neighborhood's called. It's slipping my mind right now. Um, All right, I'll give you over one. Over the Rhine? No, no. Uh, Pendleton. I'll give you one. I'll give you one here. Quatman's. That's a Ooh, damn good burger. Yeah. Quatman's is I don't is know a, what Quatman's is. I've never had Quatman's. It's good. It's a good burger. A little hole-in-the-wall place up here in Norwood. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, all, all about the hole-in-the-wall. Well, I know about Quatman's. <laughs> we could go Gaslight Cafe, too. That's Oh, that's a one. good call. Gaslight Cafe is a fantastic burger. Yeah. Okay, guys, stick to sports, goddammit. This is ridiculous. But since we are talking about hey, food. real quick, though, uh, something from the chat. Restream.io told us we've received 100 messages today with the Restream chat. Shout out to all of you guys for... For uh, chiming in and and commenting on the show, we appreciate it. So let's do this. Wait, so is this where you beer bong, Mike? I was going to, but I don't have a beer to beer bong. I but I do what have the Miller bong. Uh, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> I was drinking it before the show. Uh, but this it. is a this is a new sponsor on the show. This is a, a Kong ooh, beer bong. Uh, here's oh Tellers is a good one. And Sammy's and Blue, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's yeah. here's what we're doing with this Kong beer bong. You may have seen it on Twitter and on Instagram. I posted about this. So uh, this is. A, a Kong beer bong. It's a koozie. Keeps your beer nice and cool. And then at the same time, you get a little hose that you can connect to the bottom of it, and it turns itself into a goddamn beer bong. What a genius invention this is. I was so excited that Belly Up hooked us up with Kong beer bongs. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to give one away. I went out. I bought a couple of them for us on the show, and I got an extra one that we're going to give away. So we are... Went out. Bitch, you said on your computer on a website. 
Yeah, that's going out. That's going out of my way to do it. I had to go to a website. I had to put in my credit card information. Like there was actually it was our that's PayPal information. Work, yeah. It was a lot and of information. Now, now that you've said that, I need every time that we do the sponsorship for Kong, we need to get the Denzel Washington line from Training Day, where he like, says, "I am King Kong in this motherfucker." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like when he's like, "I'm the man up in this piece." <laughs> Uh, I thought I'm you so were. Excited I thought these. you just wanted this to be the the sound because that was that's my favorite part of this Kong beer bong is the the uh, the yeah. what is the, whatever the fuck anyway the tube the tube like expand the hose you, the hose if if you record that properly we could get some of that ASMR shit the kids are into these days <laughs> maybe we catch some sponsorships or some new viewers with that kind well of listen content. here's what we're gonna do we're gonna give one of these away uh, we are very very close to a thousand followers on Twitter like extremely close less than two hundred and some to go like we're very close to a thousand followers. Go follow us on Twitter. That's all you got to do. As soon as we hit a thousand followers, we're going to give one away to one of our followers on Twitter. So if you want to be entered into it, go follow us. We will randomly select a follower that gets it. If you don't want to wait that long, all you have to do is go to craftbrewsports.com slash bong, uh, and you can get uh, your own slash Kong. Bong. <laughs> uh, it's not bong. What did I set it up as? Damn it, guys. It might be beer bong. Hang on. Let me... <laughs> I thought you said bong because I remember thinking we could get the wrong it's kind beer of bong. people there, but that's also great. Nah, it's beer we just bong. Want people. Craftrootsports.com slash beer bong. Uh, so go hit that up if you want to order yours. It'll make it a fantastic stoff- stocking stuffer or a stuffing stucker. It would make wow. a good one of those too. Uh, At least you waited till like an hour in to make your drunk stumble. Like, no big <laughs> deal. Also, you could probably use it as a bong if that's what you're really into because you know what? We're, we're accepting of all kinds here. Look, man, you can do whatever you want with this. Whatever battle. it takes to get you through this motherfucking year. Um, we're in the home stretch, y'all. 2021 is a right around the corner. So what you're saying is it doubles as a fleshlight. (laughs) (laughs) And duly noted, get your stocking stuffers ready from Kong Bongs, baby. Remember remember what I said about (laughs) Cam's mom knowing what he's doing with his time as an internship? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think Cam's going to be reaching out to Belly Up and be like, listen, I I watched watched the show show this week. I'm reconsidering everything about my life. Can you switch me with one of the other interns? I don't necessarily want to do this. And we'd all support that, I'm pretty sure. Uh, We know who we are. Tyson, way to go, man. Tyson got his uh, Die Hard Christmas shirt yesterday. Says it's a perfect fit. His only complaint is that the tech should be much, much larger. It is larger if you select the correct shirt, Tyson. Tyson selected the Is Die Hard a Christmas Movie Yes shirt, which is very small. Uh, the yeah. no shirt yeah. is gigantic. It's the the entire chest, a little yeah. bit on the back. It covers everything. Uh, you should have made those harder to find than PlayStation 5s. <laughs> oh, speaking of PlayStation 5s, Xavier's up 76-62 with eight minutes left in the second That was half. the worst transition ever. Thanks. That was You're a... Welcome. Terrible transition. Crapfruitsports.com slash beer bong. Go buy some beer bongs, y'all. Also, JB points out this is the first time Mike's ever had hose. There's crickets playing if you yeah, I was gonna uh, say, listen closely. Great for radio. <laughs> That's how I felt about that. Stick to sports, guys. Just stick to uh, sports Jesus with this. Christ. Sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, that joke went hard. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, 
Uh, Scott, before we stick to sports, do you want to give us a PS5 update? You're fighting for five right now. Where uh, five-minute major? That's what we should call this segment. The oh, five-minute major. Yeah, there oh, yes. Hell yes. Five-minute major. You know what? And we should tie it to the. Uh, yeah, it'll just go. Well, next week we'll just go right into it afterwards. So uh, give us the uh, give us the the update, Scott. Where you at? I am still fucked. Uh, uh, I've learned more about store inventory, uh, captures, um, staying up all hours of the night, uh, code for bots, like more than I ever dreamed possible in the last two weeks on this uh, in-depth search uh, of mine and and come up bupkis. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. Bupkis. I, I I've said I sat outside for uh forty five minutes. Uh, it was more like it was closer to an hour in the cold to be told. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, about twenty minutes before you showed up, we handed out tickets. So go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've had things in my cart and, and and had my card not processed. I've had things in my cart only to have them say, "Yeah, too bad, you you suck." Uh, it's it's pretty awesome out here. What can I say? That's a very right. dick so, move to have a message pop up on the website that says, "Too bad, you suck." Like I feel like that could, they need to get a better user experience there than that. Hey, look, I'll tell you what. You I, would think. I make sure we don't push that kind of code to production because that's just rude. <laughs> yeah, that's you know? QA only, right there. Is what yeah, that exactly. is. <laughs> that's QA only. You call that shit out loud and proud, but you don't want to see your have your users suffering. They're already suffering enough. <laughs> Scott, what I'm I'm curious about if you know is this you basically fighting against like the bots that buy all the shit to relist on on eBay or is it just that there's this much demand from normal people like you trying to get this? It is a combination of the two, and the problem I'm seeing now is there's the 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 supply is starting to slow down, so the the drops are getting less, and you're seeing reentry by the regular fuckers. Like you think, oh, like me, I, I'm gonna get one and I'm gonna bow out. Like I have no desire to keep this thing going, but I, I don't know how many times I've now seen people in chats. I'm out here watching Twitch streams and whatnot. It's gotten real deep, but people who are like, yeah, I already got one, but, you know, my best friend or, you know, my whatever still wants one. And so I'm on the hunt for him or, you know, I've got three and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, that's awesome, dude. And 99% of us are struggling to still get one. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> like even the non-scalpers, I'm just like, like, you should get one right now. One, you, you know, when you can get multiple PlayStations, when they're readily available to everybody, then you can get more right. Than then one. you can, but yeah. You then you're not welcome. Be able to buy more than one in the climate that we currently live in. Well, so. Scott, I'm sorry that you're still struggling to find your PS5. <sighs> Hopefully, by next week, we have better news on that front. Um, let's uh, uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsor real quick because we are coming up on the uh, uh, on the time here. So let's give a shout out to More Labs. Listen, everybody, um, it's the holiday time. And you're going to be drinking like way more than usual. It's a holiday time in a pandemic. So that's just a recipe for boozing it up. And the only way you're going to be able to wake up and hit that 8 a.m. Zoom meeting is by going to More Labs and getting yourself some morning recovery. So hit up morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS and get 20% off your order. That's for anything they got. They got stuff that's going to help you fall asleep. They got stuff that's going to help you keep focus and stuff that will help you get over your hangover. I used some last night after drinking way too much bourbon and I woke up this morning feeling 
feeling fantastic. Also, I'm going to need some again tonight. Like, basically, I'm just rolling through more labs, and my wife is worried that I have a problem, which I may or may not at this point. Yeah, you had two kids. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what the problem is. If you want to hide your problems, too, go to morelabs.com, use the code SPORTS, get 20% off your entire order. Sell out! All right, fellas, let's do our beers from this week. Uh, Scott, what were you drinking and rated on whatever scale you want? Uh, I was drinking Das What's Up, which is straight out of the Bronx, New York, New England style IPA. That's what's up. Yeah, and it's a 7.5 ABV, 3.78 caps on untapped. And I got to say, this one started off pretty pretty solid, pretty strong, and it uh, it ended up right where it started. Uh, I, I don't have any complaints. It never changed. I still didn't look at the description as far as what it's brewed with, but it, it tastes heavily of grapefruit. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. So uh, it, it definitely is what's up. All right. Well, good. I'm glad. Thank you for the, the rating uh, on the no scale. There was no scale. Drew. Yeah, there's uh, no, no scale, scale, so I gave you no answers. Drew, yeah, a, fair enough. It's I, a solid nothing. Yes, I, I appreciate that. Drew, what were you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I was drinking Impressive Dexterity uh, from Divine Barrel Brewing. I, this is a solid beer. It was delicious. It went down smooth. It 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 was very hoppy, but it didn't taste hoppy. Like it wasn't bitter. Like you didn't really notice the hops as much as you notice the flavor. Solid, solid brew. Uh, you know, honestly, I can't wait to get my hands on the other can of this wherever I have it in the house. Um, <laughs> I would highly recommend it. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a square root of twenty three. Oh, man. Wow. That's a hell of a rating right uh, there, a man. strong take Ooh. right there. Wow. Uh, I was drinking strawberry, Six, got it. strawberry lemon bar sour uh, from Loveland Ale Works. And this one is an 8 plus percent ABV brew. Uh, it is... Uh, Sours aren't supposed to be this heavy alcohol. This one is, uh, it packs a punch, man. And it tastes delicious. Like, at first, I was kind of hesitant on this one, but it grew on me real quick. Um, I don't taste too much of the strawberry. The lemon flavor kind of overpowers it. I don't really get the the vanilla, but that I think that lactose helps this one quite a bit on the, you know, it cuts into that sour flavor. So I would, I would rate this one extremely high. Like, I would rate this one edible... Uh, an edible from your friend that he like offers it to you and you don't realize just how strong it is until you eat half of it and then you're dead to the world. That's how I would rate this one. Uh, so this has been Last Call brought to you by More Labs. Again, morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off your entire order. Sell out! Uh, all right, Scott, Drew, let's stick to sports real quick before we uh, we get out of here because there was some crazy sports news this week. Uh, Scott. Wait, are we doing picks? Oh, shit. We never did I our picks. <laughs> You've clearly not been paying attention to the chat since we had the mic situation, which is fine. But, yeah, we didn't do our picks. Wow, we never did our picks, and we're, we've got a lot of picks to do. Okay, we're going to do this real quick, fellas. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's do uh, Man. What am I doing? Here's your standings as of right now. I was the only one to win last week. I went 9-4-1. and one. No wonder why Drew was like, do we have time for this? I'm like, fuck yeah, we got time for it. I didn't even <laughs> think about picks. Good Lord. Hey, I was looking at the show sheet. No, man. you did the right thing. Uh, I won last week. I picked the over in the Notre Dame-Syracuse game over 51.5. I won. Scott and Drew both taken L's. Uh, Scott took the under in the Bama-LSU game at 67.5. 
forgetting to take into account Nick Saban and Revenge Tour. Uh, and then Drew took the over in Clemson, Virginia Tech. And my favorite was Drew saying, I really want to take the under, so I'm going to take the over. And then he took the over and lost uh, at 67. Real, so. real quick, I, I, I want to call this out now because I can't not, because clearly Cam is tuned in and listening, and he goes, thanks for the shout-out, guys, and nah, I don't think my mom will second-guess it. <laughs> I am 20. I can make my own decisions. You guys are hilarious. Laughing, crying, emoji face. Ah, hell yeah, Cam. Welcome to the fucking family, man. So excited. That's fantastic. Good work, man. All right, great. I can't wait uh, for tomorrow. This is going to be fun. All right, fellas, here we go. We're going to go real quick on these. Uh, All right, everybody's going to get three. So, Scott, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, I want you to pick three numbers between one and nine. Six. Bitch, that's mine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Giggity. And one. You're forgiven. And which I one? This, I, I was going somewhere. Six, nine, and one. All right. You are going to be very, very upset with the games you just picked. D- yeah, no, it didn't matter what I picked because I knew that the words you're going to be pissed or you, you laughing really hard was going to come. So just go ahead. All right. Here's how we're doing this. We're going prop bets this week. First team to score. It doesn't. You don't have to worry about the who wins. You don't have to worry about the spread. You don't have to worry about the over under. Who is going to score first? Uh, so Scott, your first game: Dallas at Cincinnati. Oh wow, that one might be a zero zero tie. Mm. <sighs> uh, I'm going Dallas. Dallas on your pick on that one. You think the Red Rider comes in and gets the first score? Yeah, he's he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove. He so sure that's, that's does. the only reason I, I'm going with Dallas. He sure does. Number nine was your boys, Washington at San Francisco at Arizona, I guess. Uh, so the very strange. <laughs> in Arizona. Set, yeah, very set of, a strange set of circumstances going on in this one. But you have the Washington football team playing against San Francisco, San Francisco's home game in Arizona. Who scores first in that one? Uh, 49ers kick a field goal. Okay, so you got the Niners taking the first points in that one. Uh, let me, I just need to notate that that's your pick. And then, oh, no- I, Mike, I got it. I'm taking notes in this thing. Okay, cool. Uh, and the number one was Arizona State at Arizona, the rare Friday night Pac 12 showdown. You got Herm Edwards and whoever is coaching Arizona now. So <laughs> who scores first in that one? Is it, is it still Lute Olson? Uh, is it? <laughs> 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 last, oh, and, and honestly, the, the honest to God last Arizona football coach that I know of is Rich Rod. Is yeah, that's say, that's the yeah, last Dick one Rod I know of as Dick well. Uh, also, I I don't know if Arizona State has played since the first week of the season. God. I feel like they've, <laughs> they've been shut down like this entire year. So who you got in this one, Scott? Who scores first? Uh, uh, you gotta go out with my chin and go with the fighting Vontez Burfics of Arizona State. <laughs> nice. Uh, Gabe saying Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin coaches Arizona? No way. Holy oh, shit. Sure. Right. No, yeah, yeah, I remember that because he's got that. They got that kid at quarterback, or at least they used to have him that was like a Heisman candidate for putting up like Christian McCaffrey yards. Oh, so they got, that's black on black crime. You know that's what? I'm wild. going with Switch it. Switch it. Switch, switch it. it. We're switching. Okay. okay. All right. He's switching to Zona. Fair enough. Remember that when Herm scores no. first. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say Herm and Sumlin 
That's why I said black on black crime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you switched your pick because of it? No, I'm going with I I really don't like the whole haven't played in, you know, two months thing. I have no idea if that's true. I just feel like they had a long layoff. It sounds true. It does sound true. I'm going to no matter who I pick, it's not going to end up. That's a good point. This is your chance, though, Scott. You could win three games. I could lose three and you could be right back in this, man. Here's how this is going to go. I'm going to lose immediately in the Arizona-Arizona State game and then win the other two. So I think, yeah, okay, uh, that's that's fair, uh, fair enough point. Drew, you have to, to pick two, three, four, five, I seven, or eight. Don't even worry. I know what I want. I want two, four, and eight. Two, four, and eight. All right, let me uh, notate here what you got. You got two, you got four, and you got eight. So let's start with number two. You've got... An ACC showdown, North Carolina at Miami. Who scores first? North Carolina. That's a good pick. I would go with the same one. Yeah. Uh, number yeah. four is some action. You got Miami yes. of uh, Miami of Ohio at Bowling Green. Who scores first? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, that's really easy because if there's one thing I know about Bowling Green, it's everyone's getting in the end zone, so or hitting the home run, if you will. So let's go BGSU. Uh, wait, okay, all right, fair enough. You're gonna go Bowling Green. I was very confused at your uh, description there. Uh, all right, your last one NFL game: Indianapolis at Las Vegas. Another Vontez perfect reference here. So who you got in that one? Who scores first? Uh, I need Philip Rivers to have a huge day in the one fantasy league where I snuck into the playoffs at five and eight. Very respectable. So Indy is going to put up all the points. All right. Shit. I'll give you a Mookie teaser, but on this one, take the over, take Indy giving the points. Damn. All right. Tease it up, Mook. I love it. Uh, okay. So uh, that leaves me with USC at UCLA. UCLA just uh, signed a deal with Jordan. I don't know if you saw that, Scott. I think they're going to be your new team out west. Uh, but I'm going to take USC to score first in this one. They're fighting for a, a chance in the Pac-12 championship, so I think they're going to come out hot. So I'm going to, as much as it pains a Notre Dame fan to do it, I think USC scores first there. Uh, I also have Georgia at Missouri. I'm going to take Ugga to score first in that one. Uh, and then that leaves me with Denver at Carolina. Um, Is Denver starting a wide receiver off the practice squad this week? Or I think they've got quarterbacks Did back. Did you see that they put his shit in the Hall of Fame? They should. Like That, that dude, that was a Hall of Fame performance, bro. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm going to take Carolina. Xavier up 92-72 with just over two minutes left. Xavier was a one-and-a-half-point dog going into this game. Just pointing that out. One-and-a-half-point dog at home, and they're winning by 20. This is the Xavier that we should have seen. All of those bullshit games against Eastern Kentucky, against UC, this is the Xavier team we need to see. A 20-point stomping of Oklahoma. That's the fucking team right there. They are going to murder it. Uh, but put your fucking masks on because the last thing you can afford is an outbreak that just screws this program. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So recapping our picks real quick and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Scott has Arizona scoring first against Arizona State. Drew has North Carolina scoring first against Miami. I have USC scoring first against UCLA. Uh, moving into the next set of games, Drew has Bowling Green scoring first against Miami. I have Georgia scoring first against uh, Missouri, and Scott has Dallas scoring first against Cincinnati. Go check out Fuck You, We Like the Bengals, uh, and hear me roast Dallas what up, about that one. And then the last uh, set, I have Carolina scoring first against Denver. Drew has the Colts scoring first against Vegas, and Scott taking his Niners to score first against the football team. 
And over under two and a half times, Scott and me ask Mike who he picked this week. You guys won't know. I could make it up. I could just do no, whatever no, no, no. I want. I, I, will rem- I will totally remember the Niners and the Cowboys because I picked the Cowboys to do something, and you know, I picked my own team. Yeah, I will 100% forget the Arizona thing. I was going to say, but Scott, we get, we got to know three games. Don't worry. I'm going to get the two of us. We need to remember six Don't worry. Things. I will be texting you and letting you guys know how much you've lost over the weekend. Uh, Should I try to put one. money on this? In no, Bovada? Bovada? Are we, are sure. We could, we could talk about that after this show we'll go off air and if you want to put money on it uh this has been a damn fun show thank you all for participating we appreciate all of the shares all of the comments uh it is awesome to see uh we're we're growing baby we got things in the works things are coming uh shout out to cam for joining the team here our intern uh you'll be hearing from cam here soon too we're gonna try to get him on the show uh on a wednesday night that he's free so be sure to follow us at craft b sports on twitter and instagram like us on facebook subscribe to the youtube channel we're we're not doing too much there just yet but we will be and subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts also be sure to subscribe rate and review to all of the podcasts on the belly up sports network tons of great content at belly up sports go hit them up bellyupsports.com articles i mean there's so many new writers that have been brought on board uh awesome shows on the the podcast network uh they're doing amazing things bellyupsports.com hit them up thank you guys so much for tuning in we will see you all next week cheers everybody help help Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.